Okay, so it says recording started. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Lockdown Podcast. Uh, we are just a couple of average Jews who watch a lot of WWE, some AEW, some of the other stuff. But um, for the most part, we're going to be covering WWE because that's what at least I watch. I know, Tim, you watch some... That's- I've watched a little bit here in AEW here and there, but it's mostly just been lately just WWE. Yeah, I mean, WWE is always going to be the A brand, and AEW is even starting to not even sell out crowds. And I think finally, finally, AEW is like, fans are like, ah, I'm good. They're not impressed, like, the amount of language they use doesn't exactly en- enable a child-safe family wrestling. Um, nope. And so I I don't think AEW... I mean, they're going to be around. They're going to be around just like a TNA, like an Impact Wrestling, you know, Ring of Honor. They're going to be around, but they're not going to stand out. Nope. Um, and so... Kind of what I want to start this year off with the Lockdown Podcast, we've Kind of recorded some stuff in the past, but this is just kind of the new revamped um, video version of it. So it's easier to kind of see who we are. And we're not, you know, he's a Viking. I'm a dude, an average guy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but um, I just wanted so I wanted to really just kind of kick off like so 2024. What we've had coming out of 23 into 24, you had. The CM Punk return, you had the Randy Orton return, and I and I think when The Rock came back recently, I feel like that overshadowed both of those guys' returns. It definitely did. Um, because you you now like Cody Rhodes came to WWE, came back to WWE, and it was this strong finish the story, finish the story, and now. He has been pushed to a glorified popular jobber because he's now you have all of these people returning and you have him basically just doing chapters of a book basically because he's not I don't think the story is anything right now. I don't think that final WWE championship is a is an is a thing that's gonna happen. And so I I, I kind of feel bad, and honestly, I mean, I've heard chatter, and again, chatter, it's just hypothetical rumors on people from YouTube and stuff that basically kind of, Cody Rhodes is pissed, he doesn't, he, he doesn't like where he's at in the, in the company at this current juncture, because the story is not going to happen. Now, you have been overpowered by three trifecta returns, one, you know, CM Punk, which he's been back for, what, since... November. Oh, November. November 25th. And he's had like one or two dark matches. Not even like, so what is he even doing back if, if there's no, it doesn't look like there's a creative storyline for CM Punk at this current juncture other than, hey, I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble. You know, and so, you know, okay, Cody, Royal Rumble. Okay, we're going to have these slew. Who's going to be the big return at? Royal Rumble, we don't have anything because they're already back. But the one thing everybody who is kind of hoping for that have watched AEW 
You got MJF that's no longer on their website roster. I and think that he's... might be a ply, but I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe MJF. If MJF returned, it would just push Cody Rhodes so far back. So far if, back. If MJF shows up to WWE at the Royal Rumble, that would... Cody Rhodes would be happy because Cody Rhodes does want him in WWE, but yeah, he knows but, that's going to push him. It's killing Cody's story, though. Pretty much. So, you know, Cody's back, and he's he's really... he. The only thing he has now that he didn't have before was a neck tag two and a, ba- and a badass attitude. That's all he's got. Because if you really think about it, like, Cody, he came back with so much bravado, so much like, oh my gosh, Cody's back, right? We were at that WrestleMania when we heard the... And he's back, right? And then... Yep. You know, you know, I mean, I mean, they sadly with the whole two belt thing on Roman was literally a killer of WWE. And the fact that he wrestles maybe four ish events a year is freaking pathetic. You're not a you're not a valid champion. I I think we're all sick of the bloodline. We're we're all sick of it. I, I mean, even if even if. The rock when him and rock, let's just say him and rock, you know, probably are going to be, you know, facing off at um, WrestleMania. They're gonna, I think they're gonna have the rock versus Roman at uh, Elimination Chamber. But like, well, this is this is my thing though, is that would it would it be far fetched because now the because now he's going into as of as of recently on SmackDown Friday. Nick Aldis announced that it's going to be a fatal four-way. Now, would it be far-fetched for one of those guys to win and beat Roman? And then the title, and then a match at WrestleMania, The Rock versus Roman, it wouldn't be a title thing because if The Rock beat Roman, then it would just be The Rock beat Roman and not for a title because The Rock's not going to stay around. No. The Rock, I think the, the, Rock, the Rock is only here in WWE's because he's been let go from Warner Brothers because of every bull, all the BS that he did with the whole Hawaii funds be crap, bull crap mm-hmm. shit. And not a lot of people want to work with him anymore. And he is desperate for money. And WWE's like, okay, we'll bring you in. And you you put people in the seats. I don't think, I don't think money's the factor. Cause I feel like the rocks loaded, oh, but is. I think I, but I, I think, I think he's just bored. And he knows Probably. he can pull. He knows he can pull the star power with WWE. Hand over fist. I love the Rock, dude. Never gonna, never gonna knock down the Rock. The Rock is literally Mount Rushmore. And you know, and honestly, the Mount Rushmore really is doesn't even have to have the people that have won the titles the most. Because honestly, I don't think John. I think John Cena's like, I'd say he's like on the outside looking in of Mount Rushmore because. I mean, he came and he was, he's like a big kid wrestling, you know, fan guy. Like, you know, he, he, you know, he, you know, you, those people, the nineties and eighties and nineties, you know, that were like larger than life, right? Like your your Hulk Hogan, your Andre, you know, the rock stone cold, those guys set the, like set the page or the set the stage, sorry, you know, for the rest of it to come. And so, like, I feel like the Mount Rushmore is the ones that set the the footing to make WWE what it was because the Attitude Era literally pushed the boundaries, you know. And so, 
you, you know, you have the guys that, you know, that laid the foundation for what it is now, you know, and honestly, Vince is on that Mount Rushmore, I would say, because honestly, like if you had like a, he should if you be. had like, you know, if you had a five, a five person Mount Rushmore, you have to give Vince on that because the dude has a mind that's literally no, unlike no other, you know, there's no chance in hell that he's not on there, pun intended. So I, you know, I, I, yeah, I, you know, and so we'll kind of shift around a little bit, but like, so yeah, CM Punk doesn't seem like it's a probable return that's going to do anything other than bring some star power. The Rock's return, he's bored. He's bored. Let's be real, he's bored. And so now I'm going to shift kind of down to like Randy Orton's return. And Randy Back Orton... and really jacked. <laughs> Oh yeah, dude, his freaking neck, dude, like looked like, ooh, you know. And so Randy Orton returning. I mean, I feel like if anybody's gonna dethrone Roman, I feel like it needs to be Randy, because that would that would end the chapter of that for Randy. And then if Randy's chapter is done, then then Cody can go to his story, because as soon as Roman loses, as soon as Roman loses those titles, he's gone. He's gone. He has nothing left. Because if he doesn't have titles, he doesn't. There's no relevancy to him. Those titles are the titles. The only thing keeping keeping him relevant. The bloodline isn't keeping him relevant. It is just the title and the, you know, the whole oh 1300 whatever x amount of days, you know. And I mean, come on now, dude. Seth Rollins has fought more title matches in 2023 in the than Roman has in his whole reign, which is really messed up because like that's what downgrades title belts is when you yeah, don't it, defend them it makes me feel like roman's the way he's going is just like he's just a newer uh younger version of brock lesnar with right. not making here appearance here and there yeah the the, the part-time stuff is just it's just obnoxious I because st- like i can't stand it no, because you you don't when you don't have titles that get defended, because like with Logan Paul being the United States champion, like the guy's not going to be around. I mean, we don't we don't need another Roman Reigns. We no. don't need another Brock Lesnar. You know, the product needs champions to fight. Seth Rollins, Gunther, not even the tag team titles really are even really anything right now. So you literally have you have the working man titles, which is the U.S. and Intercontinental. But it's really the only intercontinental that's being dealt with. Like, I mean, I don't understand how you have Roman never defending it. Seth, it's literally Seth and Gunther that basically are it's, the only ones doing anything. They're they're the only ones that's actually defending their titles each and every freaking week and each and every single damn month. Like Gunther's title reign means a hell of a lot more than Roman's. Because see, because now Gunther's he's on the top. Mm. And he's going to keep on going. Yep. Roman's just on the list, but Roman's not defending it. So like, and you, and you know, and you got 90% of his matches have outside interference. Yeah. You're so tough. You're so, you're so, you're so dominant with the bloodline. I Gunther, think, I think they're going to keep the title. I think most likely they want to keep the title on him for he could pass Hogan. That's pretty much it. But the thing is, is, but like if you look at that wrestling of in back in the day, they were defending all the freaking time. Like I don't know the exact stat sheet, but like 
I guarantee you Hogan defended his stuff way more than Roman ever did. So go ahead and pass him by the numbers, right? It's kind of like when Gunther said to the Miz that, yeah, cool. I, you've, you've won X, you know, won it 11 times, but you never kept it that long. Right. And you, oh. So, you know, and the thing is, is, dude, I honestly, when we, when we were at raw in at Van Andel, when the Miz and Gunther were talking, dude, honestly, I kind of got a rejuvenation of respect for the Miz. Cause he kind of just said it. He literally said it how it was, mm-hmm. you know, and he was just like, okay, yeah, like, you know, but you, you know, you're making it relevant and that's cool. But he's like, hey, I'm still going to come after it, you know, because, you know, yes, you know, numbers are cool for how long you've had it. But, you know, circa 2000, let's say 2015, back when title belts moved around, that's when it was entertaining. Because everybody got a shot to hold it. I mean, Ricochet got to hold the title. The Miz got to hold the title. Our Truth had to hold titles. Kofi, like, you know, Kofi. You had Big E. You got all these guys that were holding titles, even if it was for a little bit of time. At least they got a little bit of star power for it. Yep. Because you don't have that now. Now you have these title reigns, and not defending, and they're just kind of there. And then it's like you have all these great, like these tag team, you know, stuff. They're like, oh my gosh, you know. This team, this tag team is yada, yada, yada. And, you know, they're, you know, and then, but like, it doesn't mean anything unless you're going after a championship. Tight, like, titles don't do any good for the company on someone's shoulder not defending it. And so I, please defend your freaking titles, Maury. Like, it's stupid. Like, so I, that's, that's why I kind of missed the fucking attitude error because attitude error, they def- had titles defending every Monday, every, um, well, that's the SmackDown thing, that, and Monday yeah, Night Heat. Yeah, because like that was the that was the whole draw. It was like, man, they could. Le- oh my gosh, he lost his title. Yeah, you know, like there was that that allure of like battles and like championships bouncing around because that like there's a reason why as much as everyone hates is that the Miz is a two time Grand Slam, two time, and he he, he was honestly it. by. And he was, and the thing is, is that the Miz, some reality TV dude, came on, like you know, it was a goof thing for a while with him and Morrison, and then as soon as he got by himself, the dude lit a fire. Yep. And so, you got to give respect where respect is due, because guess what, the Miz shows up. He's there like, every single week. You know, the Miz shows up. Natalia shows up. Like. Most of the roster shows up. Dude, Baron Corbin's on an NXT just kind of doing what Baron Corbin does, reinventing himself. That's what NXT, NXT is for. When anybody goes down and comes back, goes to NXT, and then comes back up to the main roster, they have reinvented themselves. Besides uh, Paul Cruz, he came I mean, back to the main yeah. roster. He's. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, and like the thing is, is but like, that's that's what happens in WWE when you have, you know, a saturated roster of talent that you can't use constantly. That's why you get like you have Superstar, you have all these other shows where it's like you're cool, you get to wrestle, but it doesn't mean anything because it's not even on live TV, you know. And so like it sucks, but I'm like, well, you know what? If I could do what I love and still get paid, I'd do it, you know. And I just it's. It's tough when they get lost in the shuffle. Now, it is. It is. Did, did you see the end of? Did you see 
SmackDown when AOP came back to oh, basically, yeah. dude, to be flanked by Karrion Cross, dude. That's a boss move. That's that's a Triple H move. Hundred percent. That, 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 that's that's going to be a really good team on on SmackDown to watch out for. Well, that's the thing too. Is is that like you have so many factions, right? You got Bloodline, Judgment Day. Alpha Academy. Now you have AOP with Karrion Cross. You got Street Profits with Bobby Lashley. There's so many factions, but there's no factions doing anything. There's like, only there. There is one faction that I am waiting to see if WWE is. I don't know if they're actually doing these promos with um, Bo Dallas with the Wyatt Six. I don't know if you've yeah. seen those videos. I mean, I have. I haven't really seen too much as far as Wyatt, other than just a lot of commemorative videos in respect to the man that was Bray Wyatt. So, yeah, well, um, well, Dallas has been coming out with a lot of. He's been doing a lot of promos with talking about him playing as Uncle Howie mm-hmm. and saying that was just a, a a person in his mind. And he says Bray Wyatt still talks to him and mm-hmm. showing that he has a new character coming out with. It kind of looks like almost like a scarecrow, kind of like. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks really cool. And a lot of these promos he's doing are freaking awesome. It's kind of like he's he's learned a lot from his brother. And if, oh, yeah, it, if he does if he does bring in the Wyatt Six, I know I know a couple of the people that they're saying is supposed to be in it. Uh Ron Strowman is supposed to be in it. Lexa Bliss is supposed to come back to be part of it. And then mm-hmm. uh Redbeard, he's supposed to come back. Mm-hmm. And it's I can't wait. If it's true, if he if he's actually going to bring it and WWE's gonna do something with it, I'm excited for it. Oh yeah, and I and I think it it giving kind of an homage to Bray Wyatt and kind of continuing his story is is it's awesome, honestly, because you know, the tail end of Bray Wyatt's career was him more or less just you know, crying out and showing how real of a person he was, you know, not kayfabe, just literally just Wyndham Rotunda, like, you know, and, and it sucks that he's gone. And but to someone to keep his legacy going, I feel like it, it, that's a that's cool. That's just like cool as a fan, like not even like outside of even like just like the mentality of like wrestling groups, like just the fact that someone's continuing, you know, the legacy of Bray Wyatt is it's just cool it, you know and, and it, it's it gives me like hope that you know hey this you know Bray Wyatt he's gone but his story's not yep and I see I like some of the new merch they have for him up on their website yeah. I might have to get some yeah um so we're gonna like so I'm gonna kind of trail back you know because oh that's fine rabbit, you know rabbit trails are what we do but um that's what we're so, known for. Like if if we talk about the validity of some of the factions, like we'll start like Bloodline, right? Bloodline without Jay just it doesn't mean anything. Like there's nothing there's nothing to it. If there's no Usos in solo, the Bloodline is just it's just, it's just it, it, it's just dull and boring. You know, not, you know, and then you have Judgment Day, right? And you have you know, JD joined a while back, although he should be kicked out, you know, via the rules that he agreed to. 
I love I, lo- I, I loved the R Truth bit when he didn't know what side he was on. <laughs> that that was hilarious. <laughs> but uh, you know, I like how I like how R Truth gets them all to break break uh, break their characters and and dude, start... and they were laughing, dude. They were laughing, and it was it was hard to not see, you know, because R Truth is just he's just that he's just that guy, you know. Even Brace is like. <laughs> Dude, he was dude. He it's like he just laughed. He had like turn away from the camera and like, you know. I, I just oh, the greatness of the guy, our truth. Same thing. Um, with, um oh, what's Dominic Mysterio? He did the yeah. same thing. He laughed too. Oh yeah, dude. It, it's hard not. It's hard not to like acknowledge the humor of our truth and um yeah. And so I mean, the Judgment Day. I feel like they need to split the titles. The titles need to switch because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if, if if they're gonna have dominant factions on other shows, they need to have two titles again. Tag titles need to be switched. They need to be go back to one of each show because Survivor Series doesn't mean anything anymore. It's just basically becoming war games, and that's all it really is. And and there's, there's no there's no there's no brand dominance. There's no like my champion versus your champion. You know, there's none of that anymore. And I don't like I don't mind the Survivor Series war games like match. But I feel like that should be like a Raw versus SmackDown situation, not not just hey this faction versus this faction plus a couple mystery guests, you know, like you know. And I want it to be what it used to be. Um, now, in your Money in the Bank, I feel like this has just dragged on too long. Like it's like, where's he gonna go with it? Honestly, like yeah, you know, nobody he, knows when he's gonna cash it in. You know, he's what's trying. he? What's, What's he gonna do? Cash it against Gunther for an IC title match because that's about the only. Because there's no, you 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 take the title I off hope Seth. Not. You know, like I because the only like and that's the thing is they made the secondary title, and that's the only one everybody's even going after. So like any money in the bank cash in is gonna be off of basically Raw, because SmackDown is basically solidified as big ticket TV and no real title defenses. Because Roman don't do nothing, Logan don't do nothing. Or actually, is Logan on? Let's say on Logan, SmackDown. He's on SmackDown. Yeah, he, yeah, he's on SmackDown. Yeah, I, yeah they got a title yeah. match at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, you know, and so I just, ah, I just don't buy it. I'm not entertained. I mean, to quote Sheamus, we're not entertained. We're all literally just kind of sitting here coasting through. WWE as it stands without any like ooh ah moments, you know, like it, it's it's getting complacent and I don't like it. I'm still gonna watch it. It's not like I'm not a fan, you know, it's just like any other TV show you watch. Pretty you know, much. there's gonna there's gonna be the bumps and the bruises and there's gonna be kind of the the stagnant moments and that's fine. But like if WWE listened to half the fans, even just let's say a tenth of the fans even, and the people that do that, you know, do the extreme YouTube videos and stuff, like you know, there's got to be a change. There's got to like, there's got to be more titles, and essentially splitting up like this. You know, l- you know, like with the tag titles. You know, like it was so much fun because you'd have tag titles bounce around all the time. Now you have, you know, the Judgment Day. Who we we run Judgment Day. We run Monday Night Raw. We run. You guys don't. We run, run the whole WWE. You run your mouths and don't accomplish anything. You've done nothing with the title belts. Dominic ain't got no title no more. Rhea literally holds on to her title for I don't even know what. Like she's not the most dominant 
women's champion. Yeah, she's, Sorry, she's had she's had that title since like WrestleMania last year. Yeah, I mean, hate to break your Jello booty, honey, but like, I'm I'm not buying your title reign. You you've you've had mostly matches that, and I feel like if you put your hand on a man, even in WWE, man, I need an RKO out of nowhere. Naya got one. Why can't Rhea? Yes, because yeah. I, I don't. I think it's. I think it was a uh, maybe. I know there was one other person besides her that got one. And I'm pretty sure Stephanie probably got one at some point, or at least a stunner. But Stephanie did get a RKO, and you had a couple of the old old women legends got it. Oh yeah, was was it May Young? Yeah, May. Oh, it was God. May Young and. May Young's best friend, uh, whatever heck her name was. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I just, I, I just, there needs to be a change for all of our sakes. Split the titles up, move on, go back to having constant battling for titles. Because if you, if, if you have all of these people on one show, and yet Judgment Day goes back and forth between the shows, but they're not like full time on any of those shows. They're part timers on both ones. They might come out and they, Blah blah blah. Then this sets up a sets up a, a you know a battle versus JD and and Dominic who don't hold the titles essentially. So like, big whoop, big whoop. You came out and did the same thing you've been always doing for the last like six months. Now, so we'll kind of shift gears now. Again, Cody's story is just kind of a wash at this point. Now. I know people think, and the people on YouTube said, oh, yeah, you know, how good the Shinsuke Nakamura bits are. They're so played out, dude. They're you know kind who, of you getting know, boring. Dude, you know, who, you know who else did those things? Let's see. Uh, Tampa did those. Karrion uh, Cross did those. Yep. How, like, uh, there's people that have done those bits, and it, like they're just so dry. Cool, you're talking in Chinese, Japanese, whatever you are, dude. And, and, and like... Talking all the nightmare, American nightmare before Christmas. Like, dude, like, even you can even sense a little bit of disingenuousness from Cody Rhodes, just basically saying, I want to end this chapter. He like, pretty much does. I think he's getting sick of it. No, what, like, okay, Shinsuke, yeah, you keep on doing these little bits, but you've amounted to nothing for doing them. You did those with Seth. See what happened to you. How many times did he beat you? Oh, probably like three times. You lost. And then you go to the next thing that doesn't have any validity. And then the next one, the next one, your bits suck. Like, ugh. Don't know. don't get me don't get me wrong. He would be a pretty awesome world champion. I mean, but like, there... he does deserve it. He's bust his ass a lot, but WWE keeps fucking him over. It's because it's oversaturated with the same talent trying to go after the belt. You know, you know when Bobby had the belt, man, the Almighty, you know. Oh, you know, mighty Almighty Bobby Champion, Bradley. the Almighty United States Champion, the Almighty, like that faction needs some gold. I think, like I said, the belts need to get split up so then we can have dominance on one brand, dominance on another brand, and, and life goes on. But if they don't do it, it doesn't matter how many good tag teams you got. It doesn't matter if AOP and Carrying Cross come out shooting. It doesn't matter if, you know, Alpha Academy continues to do what they do it doesn't matter if imperium has a good has good tag teams you know and now you have angel garza and 
Alberto Carrillo, you know, lined up with uh, what's his nut? Um, I know who you talk about. I yeah, I can't think of his name because that's how much you care. But um, <laughs> and but it's like uh, you know, you have this, and then it's like okay, here's another side faction. And, you know, there's just so many factions, the fact that you just get lost in it, you know, and you can't talk about how dominant you are if there's so many and no one's doing anything. The titles are literally collecting dust on Damien's ass and Finn's ass, doing nothing, not defending them, not being, at least not clean anyways. I'm sick. I wish there's clean matches more, more, more clean matches would, would make people seem larger than life to win victories. When you have outside help, you look like a pussy. Let's be real. You're not. You're yep. not dominant. You're not. Oh my gosh, you're so talented. No, you're not. You're not because you clearly need outside interference. I mean, how many times did the Usos and, and Solo help out Roman? I don't know. Every match. Like it's to the Pretty point much. where it's like it's the point where you're just like you're looking at your watch like oh well you know it's about time to have that interference you know. It was like when. When Roman came out at the end of SmackDown to interrupt the whole, you know, triple threat, yeah, uh, three, yeah, it was a no. triple threat. It was, yeah, because it was it was Randy and it was Randy, LA Knight, and AJ Styles. Yeah, and it, and again, AJ Styles comes back. What well, what what are they gonna do with him? Oh, he came back, fucking Jack. Everybody thinks he's on steroids. I mean, and even like. The thing is, is but like I mean, it's I mean they they say they have wellness policies, but half of it is just kayfabe BS. You know, we all know they are. Come on now, dude. Like gender, like when you have like the pimples all over your body, it means you're doing juice. That's what happened to gender. Then gender got his shit together, and now gender's jacked. But gender don't got no body pimples, so you know it's natural. You know, it, it's I I don't even care about the juicing policy of wrestling. I I'm I'm watching your brand not to ooh ah at your muscles and your physique. I want entertainment. You're not gonna bring me entertainment. You're gonna have a dry product. You know, and I would honestly, as of as of late, with the exception of big returns like CM Punk, Rock and Randy Orton, I'd give the product a freaking B minus. Like I, I mean and hell C plus. Because I'm not entertained. What I am I'm 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 happy to see a CM Punk back. I am a CM Punk fan. Always have been. Oh, yeah, 100%. But that's what I'm saying is that, like, outside of the big returns and the ooh-ah moments, you know, it was like it was like when they when uh, NXT was competing with AEW on that, that one show or whatever when they brought back, like, The Undertaker and they, like, oversaturated the Hall of Famers on the show. Oh, they brought... They, that's the day when The Undertaker was on there is when Edge made his debut as his first match. Yeah, and AEW. so they basically stuck it to him and give him, give the OG badass, and it, that that bit was amazing. Oh yeah, it was. Like and that's the thing, though. But, but the fact that you can get that rub, Braun Breaker should be on main roster. You know, like he I don't should. think, you know these these other small guys on NXT, they only work in NXT. They don't work on the main roster. You're not if you're not if you're not like six at least like six foot as a guy. You don't belong in the main roster. We don't want cruiserweights, okay? Even like, even like Finn is really—he's basically a glorified cruiserweight. He doesn't have the good of skill set. He has acrobatics, and that's about it. But he doesn't have strength. No. He just has like 
just the high flying and the, you know, same, the, the same million. Thing with Ricochet. Oh, yeah. At least Ricochet is freaking cool, though. And he's married to a bombshell. So, you know. Yeah, the, you the know. ring announcer. Dude, the ring well, announcer did, for Raw. Did you see that the um when when uh some the actual real reaction they didn't tell Samantha Irvin the Rock was coming back? Yeah, I saw that. And she so, so like her reaction was genuine. Her yep. reaction was exactly what the fans' face was, dude. Like that's actually kind of mind blowing that you're not gonna tell the ring announcer that. I like when they announced a a former champion, whatever's coming out, and then Ginger's music played, and you see the fans' faces. They're like. Eh. They had their phones up, like, uh, and then they're like no. back to TikTok. Um, yep. <laughs> but like, but the thing is, is like you knew someone was bigger was coming out. Come on, dude! Like again, entertainment. We all knew something big was happening, and we all know, you know. And the the it, the bit between Jenner and the Rock went way too long. It, you know, he should have just rock bottomed him, you know, and then did the whole dinner bit, you know of. Being in a booth, being at the bar, or at the head of the table. Like, we all knew that shit was coming. It's not well, even I, a surprise. I, when they were doing that, my girl, she even said uh, at the head of the table, and she got that right. Well, I mean, we knew that was coming. Oh, I mean, yeah, everybody as, knew it. You know, and so, like, there's no, like, I want to be surprised. Flat out. I want to be surprised by something WWE does. Because now the Royal Rumble, I feel like CM Punk should have came back at the Royal Rumble. I feel like you should have waited for that nugget to drop. And now we really have nothing to be odd at Royal Rumble. Besides, I could see his wife returning in the Women's Royal Rumble. She's been posting on Instagram and other shit that will ensure her and CM Punk wrestling. Yeah, and she's clickbaiting just like CM Punk did, and, and see what happened there, you know. So she 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 clickbaited. She's clickbaited as much as CM Punk did, and talking about oh, I'm not coming back, and then he comes back. And the thing is, is like I loved the I loved who you know like live events when there's no filter when you're recording it off your phone, dude. I loved Seth's reaction. I oh, absolutely he, he flipped, dude. That, that was, was real. That was legitimately amazing. Just, just the, you know, exactly, dude. The like, man, that reaction. And the thing is, I'm like, you see in, Corey Gaves's face. Oh, He's trying to hold him back. Same thing with Michael Cole, dude. I mean, I mean, and that's the thing too. Is like, I, I want to see those moments live. Don't turn oh, off the camera. Too. You know, get you. You know, give me eleven fifteen on a Jeez. live event. Did you see the way he acted when his music hit when he was in the ring? He he was holding the world title. He fucking threw that at the cage, and Orton's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, yeah, no, dude." Like, I love that reaction. I I like, and it was it was honestly pretty clutch. And I think that they need to run those, especially if it's a ple, right? Like, I feel like the I feel like you need to go into the eleven twenty, eleven thirty range to get you to. You know, get that, get that, like, kind of after effect of, of like, something big that happens like that. You need to let those cameras run and let us see it, like, as it is. I shouldn't have to see it on someone's camera phone on YouTube. I, I, I want to see that shit live. I want to see that shit live because that would, like, blow my mind. Because <laughs> I didn't see it till after after the fact, like, the next day. Oh, and I literally, 
I searched WWE rumors and all I seen was a bunch of videos on Seth Rollins being pissed that CM Punk was back. Yeah, did they had, I've watched a lot of interviews with people or uh, interviewing with him about it, asking him questions on it. And he pretty much tried to beat around the bush like he didn't want to talk most to talk about it. Yeah, and like and I don't and I don't like and that's the thing is I mean they've said they've kind of hashed things between Seth Rollins and Cody Cody uh, and CM, CM Punk. Punk. But like I, I I gotta believe I gotta believe there's a slim hope that there is actual genuine discord between the two. Like there's you gotta see their, you see their reactions when they went face to face in the ring when he signed the contract to be on Raw. Oh yeah, uh huh. Oh, you that know? was a good promo. Out yeah, of both and of like I I and the thing is, is I like the dividing aspect of the GMs now. But like, I don't like Nick Aldis. Like he oh, like and, and like you know he he's just a wannabe Adam Pierce. I love Adam Pierce. I love the fact that he would just go on shows and just say it's official. Because realistically, we all know that contract signings are bullshit. They make matches on the fly. They make matches on the fly, and it's sad that they have to use these signings as a fifteen-minute, twenty-minute filler on any show at the end of the show. And we all know stuff happens at the end of it. 90% of the time, there's always a flip in the table and someone does this, someone does that. Like with somebody going sh- through the table. Yeah, it's 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 an absolute shoe in. And so like wait like why even have contract signings? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all because we all know how they go. It's not it's not a surprise to me. It's not like a an ooh ah moment, you know. But um, so as far as the Royal Rumble will prop I me, mean, Royal Rumble is in two. I think it's I two weeks. Three, I think well, two two weeks from Saturday is on the twenty seventh. Um, we honestly like I do Uber, so I mean I won't even be I won't watch it live. I will try to refrain myself I from. I will definitely restrain myself from watching. Um, any, I'll literally, I'll probably just delete Twitter and Instagram off my phone just for a night. <laughs> Cause I get caught dude. Like, but I'll, I'll probably come home at literally probably like three, four in the morning and literally watch it. And I'll probably skip through some stuff. Um, but I feel like, you know, so I feel like in this podcast, I feel like, I feel like maybe we might just be doing this. Let's say twice a month. Right. Because I, I feel, you know. You know, I feel like we're going to have a lot more to cover. Um, and I think, well, let's just say twice a month, because I feel like we've covered a lot um, in this juncture, you know. And so now we have, let's see, one, two, so three weeks beyond now, you know, which is the night after Royal Rumble. And I feel like that's probably where we're going to touch base and we're going to see where things are, because... You know, when the Royal Rumble comes into play, we know full well there's going to be multiple people from different from the same faction in the match. They do it with New Day all the time. They do it with Street Profits all the time. They do it with a lot of these factions all the time, and then they kind of get eliminated at the same time. Um, but um, yeah. So we will see you in three weeks. Um, we'll post uh like the 28th of January. Um, this is just kind of, you know, a podcast with just, just the fans aspect, just the fans view. 
from um, our point of view on things. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be like some of these other places that do these elongated, oh, this person said that, this person said that, and like, you know, have all these clips and all these, you know, quotes and stuff. This is just what we think. This is, you know, take it or leave it, it doesn't matter. It is literally just us just kind of chilling. Two dudes have been friends for 10 plus years. We're huge wrestling fans. We love pontificating what could happen, what should happen. You know, there happens or not, you know, that that's, you know, that's for you to figure out, I guess. Cause you know, if anything we say all of a sudden comes true, we're going to be like, eh, well, you know, we said it <laughs> too much, you know? So, you know, I, anybody who gets to watch this can be posted on YouTube, Twitter, uh, my Facebook, a couple other things, you know? And so we will see you in a couple weeks. This is the lockdown podcast. Deuces.